Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. And we are uh, off to an exciting start on a Monday, the dog days of summer. Rangers are playing post-4th of July, people going on vacation. I'm about to go on another one, but we do have some excitement this week. we got Big 12 Media Days coming up. We'll have great coverage of that. Tom Barfield attending. John Morris attending. And uh, that'll be, uh, we'll, ha- we'll have it covered from every angle. And then, Aaron, you'll be happy to know, I talked to the powers that be at Big 12. I kind of felt bad about, uh, oh, my conflict leaving the country, going a little trip, making my way to Italy, the old country, the old world, as we like to call it, going back to my roots. I don't really know if I have Italian roots, but love it. Love going to Italy. But, Aaron, I felt like I was really letting the new Big 12 commissioner, Brett Yormark, down. You know, just not being there to welcome him in, his first ever appearance, his formal introduction to the media, and I, it just felt all wrong. So, Aaron, I talked to everybody involved. I will be crashing the event Wednesday morning for the 8.30 appearances of one President Livingstone from Baylor and then Brett Yormark, the new Big 12 commissioner. And then I will be racing to the airport to catch a flight to the old world, as we as we like to call it, to Italy, the uh, under the Tuscan sun. I believe uh, we're going to make our way out to the Amalfi Coast. Aaron, a, uh, I, I I got excited about the Amalfi Coast, watching some CNN, uh, watching Stanley Tucci go on his uh, cooking. Aaron, are you into co- uh, food at all? Like, do you ever watch any of those food shows or cooking shows or I do. any of that? Okay. So, did you ever get? Did you ever catch the famous actor Stanley Tucci going on any of his uh, basically eating all the way across Italy? Did you see any of those? No, I, I have not seen that show. I think you would enjoy it. I think you would enjoy it, Aaron. I'd look in your algorithm, find where they may have housed some of those shows. And I hope they didn't put it, Aaron. What's that CNN thing they rolled out there, and it only lasted about CNN half a month. Plus. <laughs> I hope they didn't put it on CNN Plus. Oh man, all our Fox News watchers—they're all I was laughing out there. I don't know that any of the news stations show up on my algorithm. Yeah, any of the traditional news stations, anyway. I don't. Know. Yeah, Aaron. Aaron likes a good Newsmax, or you may. Uh, Aaron, you may check out the one uh, that got our buddy Mike Gundy in so much trouble. O A N. The O A. Mike Gundy just was trying to go fishing, put some shirt on, and boy, the rest is history. I knew it, Aaron. That day, I don't think I, I don't think you were on with me yet. I think I was on with Stephen. Right. And I, 
I immediately knew. I uh, O-A-N, I thought, man, this is going to be a problem. This is going to be a problem for Mike Gundy. Not good timing for Mike Gundy. We don't need to get back into that story, but uh, not great timing. Now, Aaron, the show just keeps getting better. We've added, just in um, recent minutes, Matt Lively to the fold. I gave him uh, today or tomorrow. And then also tomorrow we've got lined up. Very Matt Lively went to Arizona State, the Walter Cronkite School. I don't know why they, they named it after Cronkite, because Cronkite, I feel like Cronkite went to the University of Texas. So I don't know. But maybe he did something at Arizona State, too. But I think they call that the Cronkite the Cronkite School of Journalism or something like that. But he's going to help us out with talking to Big 12, talking about expansion, all of that. Now, Aaron, you may have heard just a little bit of it uh, earlier, but uh, some exciting news I'm going to be able to share with our listeners hopefully in a couple of weeks. It looks like this this year, Aaron, I'll be writing for a different website than FoxSports.com. And I think it, it's a site, Aaron, that you're very uh, familiar with and you like to, to read. So we'll, we'll release that. It, something made me think of it. Now, here's what we have, though, at 5 o'clock today. The great Phil Steele. Aaron, say Phil Steele's name. I, I, I don't pronounce things, certain words very well. Phil, say, Phil Steele. Yeah, yeah, the way he said it. The way I say it sounds like S-T-I-L-L. Phil Steele. Yeah, kind of a kind of a double E. But now Phil Steele is, is a tremendous resource for college football fans. In fact, Aaron, I went today, picked up the Phil Steele magazine and started studying it, and uh, we're going to have a chance to really get into a lot of college football and rankings. Aaron, after, you know, I I gave you a little bit of a preview of what we're going to talk to Phil Steele about. Do you, do you, now he did not, he did pick Oklahoma to win the Big 12, which, you know, almost canceled the interview after I saw that. But Aaron, do you feel like Phil Steele has enough respect for this Baylor team? I kind of got the, I get the feeling he loves certain positions that the Bears have more than he actually is in love with the team. What do you think? I think that's fair. I don't agree with him, but I think that's fair. Oh, no. Cancel culture. Aaron has, is thinking about canceling Phil Steele. Aaron. For a bad, better take? Least, <laughs> yeah, let's at least. That's right. It's nothing like bad. It's other than a Baylor take. Aaron, let's um, let's have Phil on at 5 o'clock today. And just and just really air that out. Uh, it's uh, you've got to get in line when you go talk to Phil Steele. And I've been you'd be impressed, Aaron. I'm a longtime show host, but I also produce on the side. And I was digging in and staying after him and emailing and oh my gosh, I mean I I, I usually I just kind of get tired of that stuff, but I stayed after him, and we have nailed an interview with the legendary magazine-selling writer Phil Steele, who puts out a college football magazine. This is the 28th year he's put that out. Aaron, in other news, 
yesterday I uh, spent a little time with my neighbor Ted because he has, I kind of watch ESPN Plus on my phone usually or tablet. Um, I For various reasons, I don't really watch it on the TV that often. But he has it all like he needs it. And he invited me over last night to watch the championship game between the Baylor Bears and Brazil. Although they tried to get the announcers to call it America or Team USA rather than Baylor. Because Baylor was representing Team USA, got to wear all the USA gear, and it was fun. Now, Aaron, for the life of me, I can't figure out how you lose three straight pool games, but yet you get to play in the championship. You know, like, it was kind of funny. Bears lose all three of the of the kind of the first round type games and then they play Canada and next thing you know you look up and they're playing in the championship game of this thing which is fine by me I mean I I was okay I just thought Aaron it was a little funny that the Bears played in the championship of the global jam in Canada and their overall record in this tournament was one in four that is odd but they, they still played. Now, Aaron, did you get to watch any of this on ESPN Plus last night? I did. I watched some of the first half. Okay. I, I watched say, a lot of the earlier games, though. Yeah. You know, I, I would say, first of all, we should point out that Langston Love, L.J. Cryer, Adam Flagler, and Everyday John never saw the court in this. Now, some of that's just precautionary. Some are still coming back from injuries. Langston Love had a ACL tear last year, I think in one of those kind of like private sessions, private uh, scrimmages. But it, it's, uh, it's a good team. They're going to be fine. But I'm just saying that's how deep they are. They were able to compete with these professional players missing four of their better players. And three of the four are definite starters. Now, it was good to see Jalen Bridges, the transfer from West Virginia, to see how he fits in. I kind of like his rebounding. He, I think he's going to be fine with the three-point shooting. I'm not loving how Caleb Lohner... The transfer from BYU shoots. I do like how he plays around the rim, how he rebounds, his putbacks. I think there's some really good stuff that he does. And so I definitely see him being part of the rotation. Not sure if I see him as a starter. I do think I see Jalen Bridges as a starter. Del Bonner is going to go down as maybe most improved this year. Dell came in and started helping later in the year after some of the injuries, plays guard, has good length, decent shooter, but is has lifted his defensive game, was already a good defender, looks excellent on the defensive end. And uh, they, they were a little thin at guard. Aaron, our buddy, and we had all these transfers on, but do you remember the transfer from Kilgore? D'Antoine Grimes. Now, I I like him. I mean, he's kind of a smooth player. I, I don't I don't know exactly what I expected. Still a little bit raw. 
He's turning the ball over too much. Some of these guys are not being strong with the basketball. Some of it is this was really good competition they were going up against. He goes from playing all the JUCO players to playing the Canadian under-23 national team. Same thing with the Brazilians. Same thing with the Italians. I mean, these are grown men they're going up against. Under-23, but still, or 23 and under, I think it's under-23. They were big time. These are good players. and But, Aaron, the story of the deal, we may get into this later in the program. You can feel free, Aaron, to bring it up in Campus Confidential. I mean, you don't need my permission. But Keontae George for the Bears is dynamite. He's one and done. He's going to be a lottery pick probably, most likely. And the biggest difference in in him and, and he and uh, Sohan is that Sohan came in as a pretty nice recruit, but nobody really knew how much of an impact he was going to have. And he got better and better, and then, he, of course, he interviewed off the charts, and I knew his workouts would be great. He's a tremendous, hard-playing dude, and he ends up going in the lottery. Keontae is already a refined offensive player. Can he get better on defense? You bet. You bet. But he's got long arms. He's going to be a willing defender. I think he's okay on that end. Offensively, can get to the hole can finish through contact, can shoot the three, certainly has the outside shot. One of the games where they beat the Canadians, their only win in the tournament, he scored 37. Another game, I think he had about 32. Average 24 points a game, six, you know, five, six assists. Saw him yesterday's game, Aaron, do a deal where he just, it was, uh, it was, le- it was like a, a left-handed just whips a ball through traffic to the hole for an easy bucket. The other one, Aaron, that uh, and we'll get to Matt Lively here in a second. And I want to get your takes, Aaron, on what you thought. I and and I, I I heard him say this guy's name over and over last night. Now I've forgotten how to say it again. I think it's like Olin Wuna. Oh. Olin Wuna is the is the incoming freshman player. I like him. I really do. He's about six eight, six nine. Got great size. Got some pretty good touch. Will rebound. Looks like he's got pretty good timing, blocking shots. I mean, Aaron, this is looking like Flo Thamba, Everyday John, Olin Wuna, Bridges, Loner. I mean, this team's going to have. Quite a bit of size, so I'm 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 pretty excited about that. And they lost at Dane Donja to uh, Illinois, but I think they're going to be fine uh, from a length standpoint. Aaron, any anything stand out to you in in watching Team USA, aka the Baylor Bears? Keontae George is I mean he was just he is just amazing. He is a Bucket-getting machine. I, he's one of the best scorers I've ever seen for his age. It's, it was an incredible to watch. I, mean, I, was, I was kind of in awe a little bit of how talented he is and thinking about how good this team is going to be. You, you saw kind of how the, 
the transfers are fitting in and you saw Keontae George and how good he is and you talked about the people that they're missing and you combine those with what you saw from this team and it's going to be an incredible year for Baylor basketball. Yeah, it was kind of fun, by the way, to see um, Aaron, Big 12, Marcus Carr's Canadian, Emmanuel Miller from TCU, Canadian. So it was kind of it was it was kind of neat to see some familiar faces on these other teams, and uh, that was kind of that was kind of neat. All right, speaking of familiar faces, Matt Lively, noted local golfer, local anchor, does a great job on TV, has a nice wardrobe. We'll visit with him next. Your weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs. Check them out at nitschegroup.com. With the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency, Texans can go to one company and get access to insurance coverage options from many carriers. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. Yours. ESPN Central Texas forecast for tonight, clear skies with a low of only around 80. The rest of the week, sunny and hot, heat advisory in effect with highs near 107. Currently 105 at ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Truth of the matter is, and I'll say this on behalf of our Longhorn listeners, with yours, Xavier Worthy, with Bijan Robinson at running back, it has the makings of one of the best trios in the country. It's a superb running back, a great wide receiver, and a quarterback that is one of the most heralded quarterbacks of the past 15, 20 years. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H-braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you locked yourself out of your vehicle, or you're stuck in the mud. Remember, Big Boys Record Service can help with heavy hauls as well. No job too big or too small, they do it all. In business since 1983, Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. This is Scott Davis, owner of Universal Windows. With inflation driving material costs through the roof and interest rates rising, don't put off replacing those old inefficient windows. Take advantage of our 0% interest for up to six years. Save the equity in your home. Save your cash. Call today, 254 254- 301-7760 and you too will be saying I love my windows they've got that brand new home effect Universal Windows Direct Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it the most important thing is your roof It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way, so it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. 
experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. The Rangers took two out of three from the Twins over the weekend, losing yesterday six to five. The homestand continues tonight with Oakland in town. You can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Jake Odorizzi went seven innings in the start and struck out seven, leading Houston to a 6-1 win over Oakland. The Astros have today off before continuing their West Coast swing with a three-game series against the Angels starting tomorrow. Major League Baseball has announced the players for the All-Star Game scheduled for a week from tomorrow. Pitcher Martin Perez is the only Ranger on the American League squad. The Astros have five players taking part. Jose Altuve, Justin Verlander, Jordan Alvarez, Kyle Tucker, and Framber Valdez. Home of the Pittsburgh Steelers will have a new name. Acrisure has taken over the naming rights from Hines. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley's show continues on, heating up like the weather outside. But Matt Lively, our next guest, he's still the man will go on a golf course even when it continues <laughs> to be above 100 degrees. Now, Matt, you're a, you have youth on your side, but do you find yourself at least playing early in the morning or trying to wait till the evening. Actually, the evening doesn't work because it's still hot from like 5 to 7 when you would be able to play. Uh, or are you out there in the heat of the day still? There's no shot. Maybe in the morning, I mean, before the sun comes up. But have you walked outside today, Mosley? It's brutal. Yeah, I I played tennis this morning. But I, I hit the court at, you know, 8 a.m. Okay, so I've got the good sense to kind of get it in. Yeah. Played till played till about 9.15 or 9.30, and then had to go, you know, make some very important phone calls, Matt, as you would expect. Had to go uh, <laughs> had to go do some very big-time sports-type things. Now, Matt, you got a lot going on. I mean, I can just look at your Twitter timeline, and, I, you, I mean, you're like talking to Robert Griffin. Now, one thing I want you to do, you you got to rise above this Zach Wilson story, all right? You you do not get pulled <laughs> into that because I can just see. I'm not better than you, that. I'm not above you, that, man. You are above that ridiculous <laughs> stuff, okay? You do not feel the need to weigh in on that. 
Uh, I, okay. I do approve all ERCOT, uh, ERCOT uh, humor in making fun of our grid. Uh, so far, no rolling blackouts in my neighborhood. How are you holding up? I'm on the hospital grid, man. So we're we're okay over here. I think if they go rolling blackouts, I should be safe. But I, hey, I'm trying to help. I'm unplugging some appliances. The, the windows are, uh, the shades are down. The fans are potentially running but the lights are at a minimum so i'm doing my part what hospital grid is that baylor scott and white here in waco oh okay all right all right i just we one of the other uh competitor competing hospitals is a uh is about to come back on board one of our sponsors over at ascension providence i thought you were tapping into their uh into their electricity matt lively joining us uh <laughs> You can see him on Channel 6 and uh, also uh, attended this uh, uh, Walter Cronkite School of Journalism and Mass Communication at Arizona State University. And, and Matt, I kind of thought of you because I've been hearing a lot about Arizona State uh, and, and the, co- the so-called corner schools, Colorado, the two Arizona schools, Utah being involved. Um, what is your gut telling you in regards to uh, what's going to happen with realignment? And as an Arizona State alum, what do you find yourself sort of betwixt and between? Do you want the Pac-12 to survive, kind of like the Big 12 has survived? Or would you get kind of excited about uh, the Arizona schools joining the Big 12? All right, this is coming solely as a fan, as someone who attended Arizona State University. I'm going to drop my reporter hat for a moment. It's time to jump off the sinking ship if you're Arizona State University, if you're Arizona, if you're Utah, if you're Colorado. Listen, I I like so far what George Kleopkov has done, and they're getting out of San Francisco, and they're bringing down costs, but you, you lose USC and you lose UCLA, it's only a matter of time before the Pac-12 loses Washington and Oregon. Uh, the Big Ten will come after them or someone else will come after them. Uh, and if you're Arizona State, per se, you're now left in a conference of nobodies. And so if the Big 12 extends a hand, which, by the way, it's pretty incredible what the Big 12 has done in, in less than a year, where they look like they were the, the sinking conference and they have come out of nowhere as a power player in all this. Uh, if they give you a hand, which is basically you're falling off the mountain and the Big 12 is standing at the very top and they're reaching over the cliff, take that hand and pull yourself up. I think it would be an incredible basketball conference when you think about adding Arizona into an already great Big 12. And you get Utah and ASU, who from time to time can find a good football season here and there when maybe Herm Edwards is long gone, but if I'm an Arizona State <laughs> admin, I'm jumping on the Big 12 ship as quickly as I can. I like it. I like it. Uh, the man who uh, spent time right there on that ASU uh, campus, and I, I, I think I've told you this before, I've, uh, I've climbed that. Uh, uh, in fact, I remember uh, telling Darren Woodson, and I don't think he was as proud of me as I was hoping he would be, I, that the, the famous um, little mountain slash hill on campus that has ASU uh, written on it, a, a mountain, a mountain, yeah. I 
been to the top of that, have scaled that during the last time the I'm Super not, Bowl yeah, was sure out you there. Can say climb. I'm not sure you can say climb, Mosley. There is a, yeah. uh, a guided walkway to the very top. <laughs> no, that was straight up, sir. I had to, I had to kind of belay <laughs> in or whatever you call it. I had to hook in, and uh, I was able to <laughs> get to the, the peak of a mountain. And a very proud moment in my life is uh, right there on the Arizona State campus. I spent most of my time... <laughs> In those restaurants and bars, right down the street from that. But I did, I did yeah. do some. Mill Avenue is a good time. I think I've taken my grandma up a mountain. I think she was able to scale that thing pretty easily. I'm not sure if that's a resume builder. Well, I mean, you're you are in your 20s. Your grandmother's probably in her late 50s or mid 60s. So I'm not going to oh, take that as generous. a big negative. No, your grandmother's <laughs> probably still racing around. So I'm not. Uh, uh, you got to you fair, probably have fair. young grandparents. Uh, talking to Matt Lively, Channel Six anchor, reporter, uh, and uh, we have been talking about uh, realignment. Matt, you'll want to be by the dial. You may have five o'clock duty, but um, uh, TV duty. But uh, Phil Steele, the famous uh, Phil Steele, uh, college football magazine, joins us at five o'clock today. Now. Uh, this Big Twelve Media Days, Matt. I'm sure you'll be in attendance. You and uh, you, you got you and Curtis. Y'all love moments like this. What is yeah. the? Uh, what are you looking most most forward to? Meeting the new commissioner. I would give anything if the commissioner, just as a joke, would come out and say something along the lines of, "I don't lose any sleep over over any of the schools in my conference leaving." I would love it. I think that would be a great. I think that would be a very good way to kind of come out and uh, and and show some good humor. What are we? What are you looking most forward to about these Big Twelve media days? Oh, it's going to be a dance, mostly. It's like going to a wedding where your exes are also at, uh, because you've got Texas and Oklahoma who will be there. And if you, I mean, everyone remembers they they made this announcement like a, a week after last year's Big Twelve media days, so they didn't have to face the music going to be totally different this year i think they're going to get pounded with questions and i would love it if brett yormark came right out and kind of put them in their place that we're looking forward to the addition of these four new schools and we are looking to add some other universities to the mix you've got to move forward as the big 12 without the texas and oklahoma identity and so if he's able to put them kind of in the dirt while they're there in front of you all, all two of them. I think that would be a, a strong statement. I know Linda Livingstone is actually supposed to speak right after him on Wednesday morning when Big 12 Media Days opens up. Um, outside of that, I mean, yeah, it's going to be fun to talk Texas and Oklahoma. I was looking forward to talking with Blake Shapin, but he's not on the list for Baylor there. So, you know, I think there are going to be some good questions to Dave Aranda. I always enjoy listening to him. It should be a great time. You go a little stir-crazy, like 48 straight hours inside AT&T Stadium, but it's a good time nonetheless. All right. Uh, I am uh, I'm leaving the country Wednesday. Uh, I am coming back at some point, uh, much to the chagrin of some of my listeners. But I, I am going to run by <laughs> and, and listen to what uh, President Livingstone has to say. Isn't that interesting that she has been called upon? I, say, I think it speaks to her standing in the conference Obviously, she was one of the three administrators uh, that helped choose Brett Yormark, and and were specifically, uh, man, you know, that was a that was part of uh, uh, what they were involved with. 
I, 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 I think that Baylor, because of what they've done football-wise and then the role President Livingstone had in, in helping it with Mac Rhodes hold the conference together, uh, man, I, I sense that Baylor is, is one of the schools that will fill this vacuum left behind by Oklahoma and Texas. How do you, how do you view that? You're spot on. I mean, they're number one in the in the preseason poll for football. Within the last two years, they've won an NCAA championship in basketball. You've got all the women's national championships on top of that. Baylor's going to have to really step up. I don't think they're ever going to have the brand recognition of a Texas or Oklahoma solely because they're a private school. But I think you're right on the money with Linda Livingstone. She was pivotal in the Senate hearing that I attended last year where the Big 12 was questioned. Um, her name was thrown out there by Pete Thamel when Mark Emmer stepped down or, you know, announced that he'll be stepping down as the NCAA president. Linda Livingstone's name was thrown out there. So I think between her and Mac Rhodes, you've got two really capable people at the top and they've put some great head coaches in place. So as long as you've got Dave Aranda and Nikki Collin and Scott Drew, I think Baylor could easily become a power player in the big 12 um, and kind of catapult to the top of the conference in a lot of different sports. All right, I uh, I think uh, I think we're on the same page there. And this Big Twelve Media Day is going to be very interesting. And it, you're covering the team that the media favors to win the Big Twelve. I mean, Matt, this is so uh, this is so different and unusual with this Big Twelve. I think the timing is great with OU and Texas leaving. It'd be a little, you know, it, it's, uh, there needs to be a shakeup. The fact that Baylor and Oklahoma State were playing for the Big 12 title last year, I think, was great. And so I think each time you have an event like this, you have to think now, could this be the last time we are with the University of Texas and OU? And um, I'll be interested to see if, like Chris Del Conte, will you do me a favor, Matt Lively? Will you go up to uh, CDC and just tell him, hey, Mosley had to leave on a on a on a you know international trip, but you know he wanted to see if you were going to come here and face the music. I, I'll be interested to see if the ads for Texas and OU do show up because I think it would be easy to kind of hang back and not uh, make themselves available in in what could be sort of an awkward uh, time. We'll. Matt, will you do that? Will you go up to, to Cristo Conti and, and say that on my behalf? I'll do you one better. I'll see if I'll, I'll ask Del Conti what he has in the bank in terms of leaving the Big 12 early to see if, you know, just ask if he's able to do that financially. Yeah, I mean, my gosh. What is it, $56 million? I mean, they've got that. They've got that. I mean, they, easy, you know, easy. yeah, there's no problem with that. But, of course, they're going to try to snake their way out Um with uh, you know, getting a smaller deal, which I think they're probably – I don't think the Big 12 can do that. I do think there are people in the Big 12 that would like to see them move on so they could just focus on the excitement of all these new members. But uh, I, I do kind of like the chaos of doing this with 14 for a while. And then if you add six more, Matt, a 20, you would then <laughs> – until Texas OU leave – you could potentially have 20 teams. Now, I don't think any of that's going to happen, but uh, it'll be it'll be very very interesting. And I do think 
I think your Arizona State ties, I think that's going to come in handy. I really think you should lean into that. I know you haven't asked me to be your mentor, but sometimes I just give you unsolicited advice. Um, I would <laughs> I would lean into that because, I mean, you're one of the rare people that will be at that that has that kind of background. So, you know, don't don't hesitate to really lean on that, okay? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell Brett Yormark that I'd be happy to, to negotiate with Arizona State uh, free of charge. And by the way, Mosley, you are my fashion mentor. Don't you forget it. Uh, you forever, if I need a new purchase, you're the guy I call. So, All right. Well, I found a new tennis, uh, uh, sort of a brand of shorts that I'll share with you that works extremely well and is in uh, – you only need the one article of clothing, if you know what I mean. It serves oh, all functions. Big fan. And it keeps okay. everything keeps everything where it needs to be. And it's really kind of brought my tennis game to the next level. All right, Matt, good to visit with you. Thanks, Matt. Talk to you later. All right, there he goes. Matt Lively, Channel 6, has to cover for Curtis. Curtis is getting married and going on vacations, honeymoons, all that kind of thing. Curtis has been doing things with his new brother-in-law. This is a very – I knew this day was coming. Curtis, we've kind of lost him almost. I mean, he's become such a family man, it's hard to even track him down. So appreciate Matt Lively stepping up, and Matt uh, brings great information. Okay, we have something called Campus Confidential. We do it every day at 440, and Aaron is going to share some of the things going on in college athletics. It's all next. Recently on Game Time. And we're joined now by the head football coach and athletic director at Lorena High School, Coach Ray Biles. You know, this Lone Star Cup that's coming down from the UIL, it's awesome. I mean, winning the state championship in football was unbelievable, but to be able to across the board and, and everything from band and cheer and one-act play and, and everything else academically and then all the way through all your sports to be able to say you're the number one school in the state of Texas, that's an awesome feat. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for The Naked Truck, the ongoing saga of the battle to end truck nudity, presented by Pickup Outfitters. In this episode, we find Amanda and Brad on a date. Oh, Amanda, will you... Brad, I'm sorry. I just can't go out with you in this truck anymore. It's just so bare. You have nothing on this truck. But I have these subs that I bought online. Online? Really? Subwoofers are just a way for a man to make up for his lack of equipment. I am going out with Justin. Oh, I know why. It's not just because he has a big dually. It's not the size of the truck that matters. You have tunes that give me a headache. Justin has running boards and a hitch to pull his boat. That's just because he goes to pick up outfitters. Maybe you should take a lesson, Brad. Will Amanda and Justin find happiness? Will Brad go to pick up outfitters? Tune in again to The Naked Truck. Brought to you by Pickup Outfitters, 220 Lake Your Drive in Waco. The best prices on newer used guns can be found at Appaloosa Trade and Post Rodeo Pond. They have a large selection of 9mm guns, revolvers, shotguns, and ammo. From brand names like Smith & Wesson, Kanek, Bursa, Glock, and Ruger. Buy, sell, or trade with a friendly and knowledgeable staff that will promptly answer your questions. And ask about their lifetime warranty on new guns. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16-1182-22462. Appaloosa Trade and Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? 
Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A style format, helping to break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kalea with the Kalea Wealth Management Group. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on our website or Spotify. Kalea Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. The Rangers took two out of three from the Twins over the weekend, losing yesterday six to five. The homestand continues tonight with Oakland in town. You can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Jake Odorizzi went seven innings in the start and struck out seven, leading Houston to a 6-1 win over Oakland. The Astros have today off before continuing their West Coast swing with a three-game series against the Angels starting tomorrow. Major League Baseball has announced the players for the All-Star Game scheduled for a week from tomorrow. Pitcher Martin Perez is the only Ranger on the American League squad. The Astros have five players taking part. Jose Altuve, Justin Verlander, Jordan Alvarez, Kyle Tucker, and Framber Valdez. Home of the Pittsburgh Steelers will have a new name. Akrasure has taken over the naming rights from Hines. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Yes, happy to be with you. Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And uh, Aaron Sexton has the latest uh, from our Campus Confidential newsroom. Uh, Lots of stuff going on, college athletics. Uh, Aaron, what do you have on your plate today? We will start off, of course, with conference realignment news. Notre Dame athletic director. Sorry, I lost my place. See, this is why I usually print this stuff out. Notre Dame athletic director Jack Swarbrick has said there are three reasons why Notre Dame could go from independent to part of the conference, according to Sports Illustrated's Pat Forty. A source within Notre Dame said that they want to remain independent, but their athletic director, in talking with ESPN's Heather Denich, listed three potential reasons why being an independent could become, quote, unsustainable. The loss of a committed broadcast partner, the loss of a fair route to the postseason, or such an adverse financial consequence that you had to reconsider. And Matt, two of those things if they haven't already happened, are going to happen probably. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people know that Notre Dame has joined the ACC in every sport except football. Notre Dame is allowed to behave completely different than everybody else. We act like, oh, everybody's under the same rules. It's just not been the case at all. Notre Dame, in a sense is like its own super conference 
by itself. It can just do its own thing. Now, interestingly, I think a message was kind of sent to Notre Dame when Brian Kelly left Notre Dame to go to LSU. The message, I think, to Notre Dame was that LSU is just a bigger deal. No, I'm not talking about the university or anything. Don't get mad, you know, my Catholic brethren. Notre Dame's still a huge deal. But but from a football standpoint, and I, I think Brian Kelly has even said he thinks he's got a better shot at, at winning it all at LSU than he does at Notre Dame. Now, do, does football matter more at LSU than it does at Notre Dame? I don't know. I mean, I think Notre Dame people are just about as crazy. They may show it in a different manner. But I I don't, uh, I don't you know, I, I wish we didn't have to as a country, Aaron. Notre Dame, this, this now constant push and pull, oh, my gosh, if we could just get Notre Dame. Oh, Notre Dame wants to b- remain an independent. Well, Texas, in a sense, got to be an independent in the Big 12 for a long time. And for the longest time, that was fine. And they loved being the, the huge fish in, in the small pond. And at some point, it was like, uh-oh. Uh-oh, these Aggies sure are getting a bunch of attention. Oh, wow, it seems like they're making a lot of money over there. We better, we better go get in their pond. And so the rest is history. Notre Dame, be careful what you wish for because it has gotten fat and happy waiting for NBC to come and take care of it because Notre Dame is always going to have great ratings because they have such a huge following. I would say right now, though, the excitement around Notre Dame is not what it has been in the past. There will always, though, be enormous interest in Notre Dame. Now, Aaron, you said the other day you think Notre Dame – will end up joining a conference. I tend to think the same thing, but it's going to be really, really weird when it happens. It looks now like it would be the Big Ten. The only difference is I think this Swarbrick sort of tries to do right by people that that other conference commissioners don't really think about that. I think he does have some loyalty to the ACC. The problem, of course, being that the TV deal with the ACC is so bad because it goes all the way through 2036. So, Aaron, sorry, I I got real excited about talking about Notre Dame for some reason. But that is uh, that's my take on the whole Notre Dame thing. Iowa Athletic Director Gary Barta said while he's excited about adding USC and UCLA to the conference, he doesn't expect any more additions at the moment. He told The Athletic, quote, at this point, the Big Ten is not seeking members. He said, I know Kevin Warren, Commissioner Kevin Warren is taking calls. Now, that would obviously exclude Notre Dame, who could literally call the Big Ten up at any point and say, I want to be a member, and they would accept them and find someone else to even out the conference, but that is not good news if you're Oregon or Washington fan, but it's also not shocking that they are not looking to add any more teams right now after USC or UCLA, unless that team is named Notre Dame. Once somebody becomes the chairman of that college football playoff committee, Aaron, and Barta was a few years ago, 
it be- they become the most important people in the world. Like Gary Bart. I mean, like in some conferences, they would just let the commissioner talk and, and let him be the messenger. And, you know, in the Big Ten, everybody's like, well, Gary Barta, Iowa, you know, I've got to say my piece. I mean, it's a really interesting <laughs> group. You know, and, and, and I promise you, once you become, once you live that thing where you're constantly asked about the college football playoff committee and you become the spokesperson, then the rest of your life you're the spokesperson. Like you just walk around. Like Jeff Long, I can't even remember what university where he is now. You remember they ran him off at Kansas. I feel like he landed somewhere. But he just goes around holding press conferences, even though no one really wants to talk to him. He's just always calling for a press conference. Gary Barta. Like they even, my gosh, I I mean, you think the other Big Ten ADs are like, hey, I guess Gary's running the conference. <laughs> And he, I mean, he was nice enough to at least mention Kevin Warren. Well, he didn't mention him by name. It was actually implied in the sentence. Yeah. But I mentioned it, you know, just to. Yeah. But yeah, he, actually, the gap. he just I, said the commissioner. <laughs> by the way, I, I guess we should give Kevin Warren. I mean, we, we that guy, we crushed him during the, you know, the, the COVID stuff. Seemed like he didn't have a clue what he was doing. Mm-hmm. But he went, got, uh, again, Maybe Gary Barta will get all the credit, but Kevin Warren deserves some credit for being um, for going and getting USC and UCLA. I've never, by the way, Aaron, have you ever seen two schools get more credit for like changing the landscape of college football who haven't done a lick in like ten years? UCLA stinks. Like UCLA's a, a, a like a mediocre program at best. Mm-hmm. When's the last time USC was good? I mean, they're not. They're, they're they haven't been good since Pete Carroll was there. I mean, Sark was bad. Somebody else, Lane was bad. I mean, they have not been good since Pete Carroll was there, like 15 years ago. And the and and the whole world has acted like, oh my gosh, the Big Ten got USC, UCLA, and USC stink. But oh gosh, they got Lincoln Riley. Ooh, oh gosh, let's all. Let's all get scared of, of, uh, of, of fight on or whatever we call them. USC. Hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm, I just cannot believe, and I get it. It's a big story and it's a big brand. But in terms of whether they've been good or not, I mean, they've basically been like Nebraska for about ten years. Yeah, they. Uh, Nebraska stinks too. And four and eight last year. Yeah, Nebraska has just become irrelevant in college football since they since they decided to leave the Big 12 and join the Big 10. The only thing the only time they ever get mentioned is when people are talking about how bad they are and that they just fired a coach or are they going to fire whatever coach is currently there. Speaking of coaches, new UConn football coach Jim Mora is telling recruits that he wants UConn to join a Power 5 conference in the future and he explained <laughs> to one recruit that he has a goal of joining the ACC within the next few years, which UConn football obviously has been terrible, but even if it was good, the only way that UConn's joining the ACC is if it blows up and the best schools in the ACC go to either the SEC or the Big Ten because if you admit new schools, then that opens up the grant of rights and then 
they're going to get raided by the big conferences. So. Well, they, they – I mean – Talk but about they're stink. Terrible. Yeah, they're, they make UConn makes Nebraska and USC look dominant. <laughs> Jim Mora, oh my gosh! I used to put that. He's fraudulent, selling that to recruits. They're going to be in the ACC. That, I used to have that fraudulent coaching list, and James Franklin used to rank pretty high on it from Penn State. Although he's Penn State's been pretty good in recent years. Almost had to take him off. The 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 poster child for fraudulence in college football was a senator now, um, Tuberville. I mean, that was one of the bigger frauds in all of college football. But Jim Mora, major fraud alert there. I mean, these guys, and they always get jobs over and over and over again. It's like, how does Jim Mora convince anybody? Oh, I think we ought to go hire Jim Mora. Why? Because you recognize his name? Golly, man, there's some coaches that just get chance after chance after chance and they really never do anything with it like arizona state goes and hires herm edwards oh my gosh herm edwards why why was that a big deal because he's been on espn they've been nothing but trouble since he goes to arizona state and they just stay in turmoil because herm edwards has no clue what he's doing but because he once was an nfl head coach and was on ESPN, somehow we give him the benefit of the doubt. Well, Herm Edwards, respectable guy. No, he's not. I mean, you want a respectable former NFL player, go bring Tony Dungy in. But Herm Edwards, just because he gives good speeches. I mean, he's a really good speech maker. That's about it. The spoke... Aaron, anybody else you want me to go after? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can go after Washington now because right. they've been irrelevant for a few years. According to the Spokesman Review, they have told the Pac-12 that if the Pac-12 does stay together, they want a larger share of the revenue, and they would not sign a long-term contract, only a short-term one. So if you're a fan of the Pac-12 and hoping it stays together, that is not good news because – the other schools are going to look at that and be like, why are we sticking around and not taking an invite to the Big 12? I don't even remember who they hired. Do you? I mean, they, they had a coach named like Jimmy Lake, and they just fired him after maybe only two seasons. He was a coordinator. Do we know who, who did University of Washington hire? That's one of those schools that you've got you to gotta admit that Chris Peterson, he must be some kind of great coach. Because as long as he was there, they were somewhat relevant. The guy was a good coach. And the minute he left, they just, they, they just, they're just no good anymore. But what are you saying, Aaron? Like, they, you're basically, you, UW has said they won't extend anything. They want a short-term contract, right and, and, okay. you know, because everybody wants a long grant of rights. Yeah, that way you don't yeah. get poached. They want a short-term contract and they want more money than other schools which i'm sure like oregon state would agree to that and washington state but if you're utah or arizona or or uh sorry i'm i'm or colorado and hypothetically you have an invitation to go to the big 12 to make what i think would be more money anyway on a per year basis what reason would you have for sticking around the pac-12 you know what I would do? I'd take Oregon. I would take Colorado, the two Arizona states, and um, Colorado, uh, whoever else, Utah. 
and then and then choose somebody like Washington State and leave Washington out. You want to you want to talk tough and act like you want more money? We'll just leave you out, Washington, acting <laughs> like there's some kind of big deal. Trying to throw weight around. By the well, way, their their head coach is uh, uh, Kalen DeBoer. He came from Fresno State. I mean, I it, I I wouldn't even have known that. I had to look have. it up. That's that's how relevant they are because you and I are, honestly are both pretty knowledgeable when it comes to college football, and we keep up with it pretty much we nonstop, are, and we, we have no savants. idea. We are. We are college football <laughs> savants. We are. We had no idea who their coach we, was. That's how irrelevant they've been. We are unrivaled except in the Pacific Northwest where they might know the coach of Washington I was about to say somebody I couldn't, DeBoer. I thought somebody named DeBoer played in the Wimbledon final the other day. Ons DeBoer or something in the women's final. Jabor. I think her name was Jabor. Aaron, remind me at some point, we'll talk about that, maybe while I'm gone. <laughs> that freaking, what about that That Kyrios? Isn't that a fascinating guy? Nick Kyrios. Are you talking about a mental? I mean, that is really, really strange stuff. The Wimbledon final uh, was undermined by a man just screaming at his own team, at his own people in the box. Aaron, it's like, Whoever your biggest supporters in life, your family, your sisters, brothers, you got several siblings, it's like you just screaming at them all the time, you know, blaming everything on them. I mean, my gosh, it was just really tough to watch. All right, Aaron, appreciate it. It was a good episode of Campus Confidential. We're pleased to share with you now. Uh, we're going to – we got an interview coming up with the great – Phil Steele, College Football Magazine, one of the most famous of them all. Phil Steele himself joins us next. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, helping our customers over helping ourselves come to central national bank and experience the difference bank different bank central central national bank member fdic in the market for a quality metal building since 1943 pioneer steel and pipe have helped central texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design panel options building components and trim options pioneer steel and pipes residential line is energy efficient offers low maintenance reduces insurance payments is impact resistant and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty in addition they can help you find metal building contractors for your project pioneer steel and pipe with locations in waco and bryan and at pioneerboys.com Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at CentexSportsFan.com. Mike Terry Auto Group is proud to serve Central Texas with the best deals on new and used cars, auto service, and community involvement. With over seven brands of vehicles, you're sure to find your new ride from Mike Terry Auto Group. Check out their Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealership in Hillsboro and the Chevy Buick GMC dealership in Mahia. At any Mike Terry dealership, they will pay over the price of Kelly Blue Book for your trade-in and accept all creditors. Check out their website at mterryautogroup.com to see the value of your trade-in and browse their inventory. Head over to Mike Terry Auto Dealership today and find someone you can trust. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. 
come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at SyntechSportsFan.com. If you have certain chronic conditions, such as heart disease, asthma, diabetes, and you're 19 years of age or older, 52, 36, 42, you may be at increased risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, pneumococcal 20-valent conjugate vaccine, a Pfizer vaccine that can help protect against pneumococcal pneumonia in just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. The most commonly reported side effect was pain at the injection site. For additional common side effects and full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. I'm going to ask my doctor about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Also sponsored by Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, VersaLive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. All right, 5 o'clock hour. And uh, very excited to to do this uh, interview. Phil Still. Man, Phil, we were uh, 28 years now of your magazine, and it's kind of one of the uh, rites of passage over the summer. It means college football is on the way. Phil, do you ever, do you allow yourself like a, like a glass of uh, champagne or anything to celebrate when you finally put the, the magazine to bed each year? And I mean, I know it's got to be an interesting process. I think from reading it, um, you you try to take it all the way to June, but Phil is only. I mean, in this wild, wide world, you know, wild world we have with realignment, it's almost impossible, isn't it, to always account for everything? Yeah, I tell you what, it has really changed with the uh, transfer portal. But the good news this year, Matt, with the transfer portal, is that it actually closed on May first. So if you were going to transfer and play somewhere, you had to get into the portal by May first. Now that didn't capture everybody, but by going June eighth, we got a lot of almost all the players that have uh, landed since then. Like uh, you know, an Addison, Jordan Addison, who went from Pitt to USC, uh, we were able to capture that because we went to the press later than everybody else. But yes, uh, the magazine, I start the Sunday after Thanksgiving and work all the way through June 8th, a lot of 70 to 80 hour work weeks at final months, probably close to 100 hour work weeks. And uh, yeah, there will be uh, some type of uh, champagne type thing at the, when that final page goes to the press, because it's finally a relief. And, you know, this is my fun months now, June, July and August. I get to just talk football like you do, uh, Matt. And uh, it's a lot of fun just doing the uh, radio shows shows 
Well, I, and I appreciate you you being on with us. Our people love it. And uh, Phil Steele's College Football 2022, I, I just saw it, a newsstand and, and uh, very prominently placed in all the Barnes and Nobles across all of Central Texas into the Metroplex. And you guys uh, certainly have a great relationship, it seems, with Barnes and Noble over the years and a lot of other places as well. And it just is fun to, to see it. You know, Phil, one of the things I like about what you've done over the years is you're constantly tweaking and sort of coming up with your own formulas and part of that I know from reading you over the years is because you were asked to be a part of the of the BCS and 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 they would use different experts and so uh, by way of that you are constantly tweaking everything and coming up with different uh, different percentages of all the different things you do plus minus up down what what is the one what is the one you found that people seem to be drawn to the most um i'm i'm thinking of the one on page 39 which is your top 40 and that thing that kind of encompasses a lot of things which is your strength of schedule and everything but i mean it's it's really interesting you have about nine different models that you put together, is there one, Phil, that has really risen in terms of what a lot of coaches and and, and readers seem to uh, gravitate toward? Yeah, I think the two articles that are the favorites are the most improved teams, which have a great track record. About 75 80% of the teams go from a losing record uh, up to a being bowl eligible. So that's what qualifies you for the most improved. And then the surprise teams are non-top 10 teams that I think actually have a shot to make the playoff. It doesn't happen very often, but the majority of them that have, we've captured it. And we've had a lot of close misses. Uh, a couple of years ago, Utah nearly went from a number one surprise team or non-top 10 team. All they had to do is beat Oregon in the Pac-12 title game. They would have made it. Uh, and we've had other years where the, the team has made it. Those are probably the most read articles. One of my favorites is uh, the stock market indicator, which uh, is is we've put in a magazine oh, I don't know, about 10, 12 years ago, something like that. And it shows you that if a team reaches a peak last year after being low, generally there's a regression the next year and vice versa. Uh, the, you know, you've got the bull market where a team is at a low point last year after having great years of greatness, they usually bounce back. So that that's probably one of my favorites. The other one would be close wins, close losses. Yeah. Uh, a team like Nebraska is the poster boy for that this year. You know, they outgained opponents, I think, by uh, 56 yards per game in, in Big Ten play last year, yet somehow finished 3-9. and nine. They had seven net close losses. Their three wins were all blowouts. All their losses, almost all but one, were within seven points, which means they were basically seven plays away from being a 10-2 and two team last year. And uh, those are probably the more popular of the yeah. metrics ones. But I think each of the metrics does draw a following. Well, I like anything you do. Talking to Phil Still, Phil Still's College Football Magazine is really one of the great magazines out there, and it's there's no filler. I I think I love how I mean it's it's you know there you know, obviously you got to sell some ads, but there's a lot of there's just a ton of information. Now I really like it for people visually uh, impaired like myself with with uh, <laughs> with astigmatism. I like when you put stuff in like purple, like this two thousand. 22 surprise teams you were just referencing it and and i also like the fact that baylor is number four in your 2022 surprise teams and i think people would say well why baylor 
they, they shouldn't be any surprise. They won 12 games last year and won the Sugar Bowl. But kind of like you just said, these are teams that do not end up in that AP top 10. And so that's how they kind of become eligible to be a surprise team. And you've got the Bears number four. And then, Phil, and I'll let you talk about that a little bit, but I also love the fact that you go over to your to the right of that, the top uh, non-Power 5 surprise teams. And I think this is a great thing for the Big 12. One, two, three on that list, UCF, Cincinnati, Houston Cougars. That really bodes well for the new, some people might say improved Big 12. I probably wouldn't go go there. But uh, I would say all of this uh, on the surprise list, Phil, is good news for the Big 12. Yeah, I agree 100%. And as you touched on, you know, it's tough in the American Conference to pick who's going to win that. The UCF may be the most talented team. They've got the most coming back from last year. And last year they suffered a lot of quarterback injuries. Cincinnati is a team that, uh, of course, was in the playoff last year. They lost a lot. But I tell you what, talking to Coach Fickle, as I do every year, he has really built this thing. If you go back to my first conversation with him when they were coming off a losing season and had some ill-fated recruiting classes, prior to him. He's done a tremendous job. And Houston avoids both UCF and Cincinnati in league play, which makes them a threat. And you got to like the job uh, that uh, they're doing there with Holgerson. Uh, and last year he finally had his first normal year. And now all three of those teams are going to be moving to the Big 12. But as far as Baylor goes, you know, I find Dave Aranda just to be a fascinating head coach. Uh, I think I'm going back all the ways to his days. I remember at Wisconsin one year, he was the defensive coordinator and coming into the season they had like two returning starters and all my metrics said okay Wisconsin's defense is going to take a big drop off this year they've had practically nobody back they haven't had great recruiting classes they only have two returning starters what can they possibly do and they have one of the Big Ten's best defenses so all of a sudden my antenna went up anytime I heard Dave Aranda loved the job he did at LSU and in first year at Baylor you have to cut him some slack he took over without the benefit of spring practice everything that happened went two and seven you would expect that of a first year head coach with COVID but last year was fantastic he did a tremendous job getting the team to 12 and two and they've lost some pieces from last year no doubt about it I mean the top two rushers are gone in Abram Smith and uh, Tristan Ebner they lose their top two receivers in Tyquan Thornton and Drew Estrada. They lose last year's starting quarterback in Gary Bohannon, and they lose some players from the secondary. But Aranda's an outstanding head coach. I like what he's got a quarterback in Blake Shapin. Yeah, he's got a very deep, not not the stars that he had last year, but a good, deep group of running backs. The offensive line, I actually rate number seven in the country, and the defensive line, number four in the country. You remember that 2019 three-man front that just was able to dominate games. Yeah. He might have that under – he might have that again this year. It's my fourth-rated defensive line. Not only have three starters back, but they had in a player like Jackson Player from Tulsa, who I think is a very underrated defensive lineman, and that's going to be the key to the defense. And then the special teams are solid as well as number 20. Now, last year they got Oklahoma at home. This year they have to play them on the road. That's one of the negatives. They also have to play Iowa State on the road, BYU on the road. They've got some tough games. Texas on the road as well. So the road schedule a little bit more difficult than last year. I don't think Baylor's going to be in the preseason AP top 10, but I put them number four because if they survive those road tests and they've won some big road games in the past, uh, I would see Baylor is definitely having a shot to get it. And the Big 12 media definitely bought 
in. Uh, they voted Baylor number one in the Big 12 this year. Yeah, it's one of the it's one of the few times I've been very proud of the media, Phil. I think they uh, <laughs> I I agreed I agreed with them. And uh, talking to Phil Steele, Phil Steele's uh, 2022 College Football Magazine. It's been a uh, 28 uh, the 28th edition of this, and now there's a there's a huge online front uh, uh, as well. And so there's a lot of stuff you can do to read Phil Steele. Phil, I. I love it. It kind of reminds me a little bit of of, of, of Kuiper uh, is that you may have a few notes in front of you, but pretty much all that stuff you just reeled off, you probably just have in your head. And uh, it's kind of amazing because there's a huge amount of numbers that you put together. But I do love that, that the Baylor uh, D- uh, D-line, number four in the country, O-line number seven, only quibble I had when you were doing positions in the Big 12, I thought that was interesting. You did not. You had Shapen with an eight, I think, uh, by his name. Now, that pop probably is just pure inexperience. But I think that I guess the the uh, small material sample size we have of him, he was so incredible. Um, I would have expected him to be higher. Are you someone, Phil, when you're doing all those rankings, it's kind of like, hey, you got to show me more than just a couple games? Yes, and there are some pretty good quarterbacks, as you know, uh, in the Big 12. I mean, you could even go to Kansas. Uh, Jalen Daniels gave you a really good sample size last year of how electric he could be. Uh, yeah. When he took over as the starting quarterback, they knocked off Texas on the road, nearly knocked off TCU in West Virginia. you got guys like Tyler Shuck at uh, Texas Tech, who got injured last year, but he's a veteran starter from, uh, from Oregon. And keep in mind, in the Texas Tech offense, you're going to throw for a lot of yards. Uh, JT Daniels. Daniels, who just uh, he was a Heisman uh, front runner, and then the last year transferred in from Georgia. He's now at West Virginia this year, so that makes them dangerous. You've got Sonny Dykes, who's got Chandler Morris and Max Dugan to work with, and he's got a high flying off. So you know the quarterback that wins the job there uh, at TCU is going to throw for a lot of yards. Uh, you also have players like Adrian Martinez at Nebraska, or excuse me, at Kansas State, who yeah. comes over from Nebraska. Quinn Ewers, who is my number one quarterback coming out of high school, uh, originally signed at Ohio State. He's moving to Texas. Spencer Sanders, a veteran starter at Oklahoma State. And at Oklahoma, Dylan Gabriel had a fantastic year in 2019 at UCF. His offense coordinator that year was Jeff Lebby. Jeff Lebby's his offensive coordinator here at Oklahoma. So it was tough just ranking them in order yeah. trying to get the uh, the quarterbacks. So in the long run, you know, a lot of stuff I do is is in the computer as well. I have my computer rankings and it spits out a number and part of the computer number there is based on experience. So if, you know, you got a guy like JT Daniels who's thrown for a lot more yards and was higher rated coming out of high school, he's probably going to rank ahead of uh, Shapen at QB, but yeah. I'm excited to see Shapen play this year as a full-time starter. Well, and to your point, part of your rankings, you were ranking the quarterback room, and Baylor is extremely unproven behind Shapen. Uh, you had Gary Bohannon transfer out, and I think uh, uh, Dave Miranda, another reason people like him so much, he put the player first. 
uh, and and announced that as quickly as he could, so Bohannon could transfer out. So I kind of I kind of understand why you might have Shapen a little lower uh, in terms of it's not just Shapen, it's the quarterback grouping there. Uh, talking to Phil Steele, and uh, we're looking through Phil Steele's uh, uh, college football magazine. It is out grocery stores, bookstores. Uh, I, I know you can sign up for it. It's really all over the place. In fact, they had a beautiful display at the Barnes & Noble where I was the Lincoln Center this uh, happened to be this afternoon in the Dallas-Fort Worth area as we get ready for Big 12 media days. Um, Phil, the, uh, the, it, when you ranked the conference, it, it became very uh, obvious that you have Baylor, Oklahoma State, and Texas all sort of grouped in there pretty close together. But you you have OU, you went against that pack, and you have OU number one. Now, we know they lost a lot of players, and they lost their starting quarterback, the, the Phenom. Tell me what you think of, of Gabriel coming in there, and then, and then just what gives you the thought that OU under Venables, that he'll be able to, to, to come in there and, and maybe win this conference right away? Yeah, a couple of items. Uh, first of all, I mean, we know Lincoln Riley's done a great job recruiting. And while they only have five starters back in, on offense, five on defense, uh, the bulk of those players are still there. Then you look at the transfers they brought in. As mentioned, Dylan Gabriel is not trying to learn a new system. He's playing in one he's familiar with because Jeff Levy was a great hire as the offensive coordinator. Uh, they also have some transfers coming in uh, on the defensive side as well, which is going to help. Venables is a guy that knows defense. Uh, I've got him as a uh, the de- defensive line, linebackers, and DBs all rank in my top units. Bill Benbaugh, their offensive line coach, who I'm on the Joe Moore Award Committee. Uh, those guys love Bill Benbaugh, and I think Benbaugh's got one of his better offensive lines this year. In fact, I rate him number eight in the country coming in. And then the main thing is the schedule. Last year, if you look at Oklahoma's two losses, uh, they came on the road against both Baylor and Oklahoma State, both games on the road. Uh, this year, they get both of those teams at home. You look at the last uh, three years of non-COVID, uh, this is a team that's gone 20-0 and at home. So they're tough to beat at home. They get the toughest two opponents at home. They're going to have a solid defense under Venables. There is talent there. They've got a quarterback that knows the system and an outstanding offensive line to go with. And those are probably my main factors. And I'll say this. Last year, if you take a look at college football, uh, it, last year almost every team was a veteran team. They had uh, 90% of the teams had 17, 18, 19 returning starters coming back. Baylor had 17 returning starters coming back. Uh, Oklahoma State was a veteran team defensively. Almost the entire defense was back from the year before. And the power teams were the ones that took a drop off because you had everybody was experienced due to COVID with the exception of those that lost a lot to the draft. Ohio State didn't even get to the Big Ten title game. Clemson didn't even get to the ACC title game. Oklahoma didn't even get to the Big 12 title game. This year, everybody has losses. Baylor only has 12 returning starters. Oklahoma State only has 11 starters coming back. Everybody's back on the same playing field. I think we'll see those power teams reemerge this year, And, and all that was part of the equation. Well, it's going to be fun, and uh, it, it, as you know, Phil, the the, uh, the Bears, and you noted this in the magazine I saw, it, it's, it's kind of rare when you basically have nothing coming back at, at running back and nothing coming back at wide receiver. And, and a very small sample size, albeit we think he's extremely talented at quarterback. I mean, it, it Baylor is one of the biggest – 
uh, boom or bust things out there in, in terms of what kind of what you're talking about. Unbelievable in the trenches. Talented at linebacker. Pretty talented at DB. I think you had him rated pretty high at DB. Uh, and one thing I loved about reading through your thing, you knew about Matt Jones. I mean, I don't think there's a lot of magazines. They kind of go with the popular names like Doyle. Um, it's, it's, it becomes very obvious that you do a, you know all your research, and I've known that about you for years. Now, one worry you have about Baylor is something you mentioned. Uh, one of your categories that's interesting to me, the close win – and close loss factor. You brought it up in Nebraska. Lots of, cl- I mean, you know, some of their stuff didn't, their record didn't really match up with their yardage. With Baylor, they had like five close wins and I believe only one close loss. So a net four on, on close wins. And, and I think history dictates, Phil, as you point out in the magazine, that it's hard not to kind of go back to the mean. It's hard not to drop some the next season. Not saying that's for sure going to happen, but that's really been the history, hasn't it? It sure has. And each of the metrics that I use in the magazine, I go back and do a lot of research on, and generally they all tend to be in the 75-80% category. Now, that, that means that there is – there are teams. One out of every four teams will go against the grain and beat it. But generally, 75 to 80 percent is a pretty strong number. And, you know, this is a team that, uh, you know, when you look at Baylor, they were plus 12 in turnovers. Well, that made my turnovers equals turnaround article. We found out through the years. And that was, that, by the way, was my first metric I ever put in the magazine way back in 1995. I did turnovers equals turnaround. I did it on five years of research. And teams that have benefited from double-digit turnovers one year – didn't usually get the benefit the next year. And 75 to 80% of the time had a weaker record and vice versa. Teams had negative double-digit turnovers one year, 75 to 80% of the time improved. That's held through all 28 years of the magazine. So that was the first of the metric articles and the reason that I have so many metric articles in there. So, yes, the indicators are all out there saying Baylor will probably not match last year's 12 in total. Yeah, yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm hoping. I'm hoping it's an aberration, but I. Uh, I know what you're saying, and uh, it's kind of cool hearing you talk about how you've been doing that again from '95. We think of like Bill Parcells, for instance, of being uh, so old school, and yet when I covered him with the Cowboys in like 2003, 2004, the the things you're talking about, Phil, and I bet you've crossed paths with Bill at some point. Like he was so far into it like the analytics of it, and uh, it, it, it's interesting. I, I mean, I, people have talked about the football outsiders and all of that, but you were doing a lot of this before anybody, so it's pretty cool. Now, we do have a ton of uh, – talking to Phil Steele, Phil Steele's uh, college football magazine is now on newsstands around the country. Phil, the Aggies, huge win uh, over Alabama last year. Uh, you know, you don't – it really didn't get great quarterback play, maybe except for that one game. But, again, they loved, obviously, beating Saban in Alabama. Uh, where, do you, uh, where do you have the Aggies, and is this a team that, uh, that you feel like has quite a bit of firepower this year? Yeah, absolutely. In fact, in the SEC, I rank them number uh, the Alabama the best, uh, Georgia second best, and then clearly number three to me is Texas A&M. And all you have to do is go look at what Jimbo Fisher's been doing recruiting-wise. Uh, I get to talk to Coach Fisher each year and going through the team with them, getting that second and third team. 
wow, this team is talented. But I'll tell you what, when I hung up the phone with Coach Fisher this year, I was like, wow, this is going to be a great team next year. <laughs> I think next year, when all this inexperience they have, I mean, they lost all four starting defensive linemen. They lost a good portion of their linebackers, uh, the secondary. A lot of the units, when I was talking to Coach Fisher, he would sum up and say, well, we're inexperienced, but we're going to be really, really, really good next year. And it seemed like almost every position was wrapped up that way. I think this is an A&M team that's poised for a potential title next year. But let's try to keep some of that in the bag for this year. Uh, we'll talk about this year's <laughs> team. As you pointed on, they've got two really good quarterbacks. I like Haynes King. It's too bad he went down to injury last year. Max Johnson was a starter at LSU, so they're going to get better quarterback play. They've got some star players, Anaya Smith, a wide receiver, a chain a running back, and they're deep in the backfield. The offensive line, even though they lose their top guy, they're more experienced than they were heading in the last year. And I like the talent on defense. I just wish they were a little more seasoned. One of the reasons I didn't pick them to win the SEC West this year is they do have to travel to face Alabama on the road. They also have to play Auburn on the road. Uh, so there's a, a decent, tough road schedule. But I think this is a team very capable of hanging with Alabama in on the road, even though Alabama is very talented, and uh, potentially getting a 10 or 11 win season this year. And I'm, I'm really excited about A&M next year. All right. Well, Phil, it's uh, always a pleasure to visit with you. Do you uh, do you have any sense, by the way, realignment wise? Do you do you think do you think things will settle back down a little bit, or do you think do you like the thought of uh, the Big Twelve adding some of these uh, uh, Pac twelve leftovers? I mean, are we going to look up in a few weeks and and uh, and 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 really see the the absolutely the end to the Pac twelve? That's a heck of a question, and uh, I think if anybody in the country knew the answer to that question, it would be really <laughs> neat. I, you know, just two years ago, if you asked me, I would have said we're headed to five 16-team super conferences. Now it's like, are we headed to two or three super conferences? Yeah. I'm just going to sit back and watch and take it all in. The good thing is it doesn't affect the magazine because we're just forecasting this year's games and this year's conferences. But it's sure yeah. it's going to be fun, uh, and I, I think we're going to see more more events happen in the next couple of months. Well, listen, uh, congratulations on the magazine. Uh, as good, if not better than ever. And uh, I know you were ready for that thing to hit the press. And, uh, and, and it did. And now it's out there all across the country. So, Phil, it, it uh, means a lot for you to do this. We really appreciate having you. Hey, Matt, I always enjoy talking football with you. appreciate you having me on and, uh, and tweeting out the picture of the magazine there in Dallas. So I thank you very much for that. Always happy to do it. There he goes. Phil Steele, the dean of football magazines. His, uh, his, you can buy one all throughout the country right now. It'll get you pumped up and get you excited for those games coming up in September. All right, next we get you uh, caught up. Some summer league action in the NBA and some Baylor. Baylor loses in the Global Jam, but some good things came out of it. I'll tell you what, next. Your first word in sports. Game time. Weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. Your weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and 
Since 1949, the Nietzsche Group Insurance Agency has offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs. Check them out at nitchegroup.com. With the Nietzsche Group Insurance Agency, Texans can go to one company and get access to insurance coverage options from many carriers. Learn more at the nitchegroup.com. Your ESPN Central Texas forecast for tonight, clear skies with a low of only around 80. The next couple of days, sunny and hot with a high near 108 and heat advisories in effect for those days. Currently, it's 107 at ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Looking for a great job with great pay and awesome benefits? Genco FCU is hiring. As a longtime Waco employer, Genco focuses on what matters most in our employees' lives, like pay incentives, bonuses, benefits, 401k plans, paid time off, advancement opportunities, medical, prescription, dental, and vision insurance, as well as short and long-term disability. Come join our incredible team today and make Genco your career that will work for you. Apply at GencoFCU.org or at any branch location. Have you been to Sam's Bar in Union Hall in downtown Waco yet? Serving regionally inspired Texas-style craft drinks. Offering wine, beer, vodka, and fruit juice drinks. Be sure to try one of Sam's signature cocktails like the Hatchback, a Dallas Daisy, and even some Summer Lovin'. Happy hours every Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 with $2 off draft beer and cocktails, plus free chips and hot sauce. Sam's Bar Waco in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue. And check them out online at samsbarwaco.com. Mike Terry Auto Group is proud to serve Central Texas with the best deals on new and used cars, auto service, and community involvement. With over seven brands of vehicles, you're sure to find your new ride from Mike Terry Auto Group. Check out their Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealership in Hillsboro and the Chevy Buick GMC dealership in Mahia. At any Mike Terry dealership, they will pay over the price of Kelly Blue Book for your trade-in and accept all creditors. Check out their website at mterryautogroup.com to see the value of your trade-in and browse their inventory. Head over to Mike Terry Auto Dealership today and find someone you can trust. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I missed my mama's call a while ago. Hello. Hey, guess what you're on? If I'm on commercial again, I don't come cheap. Well, uh, I can't afford you. What you want? <laughs> hey, tell them we do foundation repair, mama. Oh, they do foundation repair. Great workers. Yeah, yeah. If you didn't do it right. You can call my mama at 254-749-2183. Absolutely. Hi, mama. Love you. Gotta go. So you can give us a call at 254 235 or you can call my mama or and complain. Visit us at vixajimmy.com. I'd like to tell you a story of one of the largest forgotten groups in America. You might be sad or even a little shocked to learn that this precious group provided the muscle and the drive that kept America working. But now they sit forgotten in a dark garage or in the back of a driveway, sometimes even a yard or a field. I'm talking about the forgotten trucks, the ones we push to the side for something shiny and new. Now that new trucks are in short supply, that old truck yearns to add new chapters to its story, to feel alive with its steering wheel gripped in your hands. It cries out, I'm not old, I'm just getting started. And at Pickup Outfitters, we celebrate the classic, the future vintage, the retro trucks, whether that's a 2014 used truck or that 20-year-old you got from your dad. Put it back to work again, get it dressed up again, and let us help you do that at Pickup Outfitters. Hitches, bed covers, floor liners, spray and bed liners. We have it at Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. The Rangers took two out of three from the Twins over the weekend, losing yesterday 6-5. to five. The homestand continues tonight with Oakland in town. You can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Jake Odorizzi went seven innings in the start and struck out seven, leading Houston to a 6-1 win over Oakland. The Astros have today off before continuing their West Coast swing with a three-game series against the Angels starting tomorrow. Major League Baseball has announced the players for the All-Star Game scheduled for a week from tomorrow. Pitcher Martin Perez is the only Ranger on the American League squad. The Astros have five players taking part. Jose Altuve, Justin Verlander, Jordan Alvarez, Kyle Tucker, and Framber Valdez. Home of the Pittsburgh Steelers will have a new name. Akrasure has taken over the naming rights from Hines. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, rolling through the afternoon. Thank you, Phil Steele, who um, is known for his college football magazine, and it's all over Barnes and Nobles, everywhere you pick up your football magazines, that kind of thing. Phil Steele will be right there. And so some interesting things that came out of that conversation, including he has Baylor number two in the conference behind OU, but I thought it was interesting that he picked Baylor, he, he rated the position groups uh, all across the country and had Baylor with the fourth-best defensive line in the country and the seventh-best offensive line. Now, Aaron, he said that he was able to have all the transfers in. One interesting snub, so to speak, he did the first four teams. He did uh, Big 12 All-Conference basically did four teams deep and didn't have Jackson player on there. I thought that was very strange. I But, you know, I, I, perhaps Jackson player, I'm trying to remember when that came down, Jackson player, but it seemingly it would have been well before the deadline, which is June. So I don't know if that was an oversight or what. Uh, I, I did see Christian Morgan, the Baylor safety, show up on there. Uh, Matt Jones. Uh, Dylan Doyle, the linebacker, and then, of course, the defensive line, Gabe Hall, um, Apu Ika on there, and, uh, again, no Jackson player. Aaron, that surprises me. Yeah, um, I actually tweeted about that, and that that was before I knew that I found out that Phil Steele didn't mention him on the top four teams, but I tweeted about how people were sleeping on Jackson player just pretty much everywhere as far as the media and all the preseason stuff goes, that defensive line is going to be dominant, especially in the middle with Jackson Player and Ika. It's it's going to be incredible, and they're both going to have great years, I think. I think they're just going to just wreak havoc on, on offensive lines in the Big 12 this year. All right, Aaron. Something that ESPN put out today that I found interesting, we may talk a little bit more about tomorrow I would like our folks to weigh in. We've always got the uh, uh, CNC Collision text line is available to you, 254-662-1660, 254-662-1660. To preview the 2002 NFL season, ESPN surveyed more than 50 
league executives, coaches, scouts, and players to help stack the top 10 players at 11 different positions, from edge rusher to interior offensive line. This is the third edition of these rankings. And apparently there are several players who moved up or dropped from last year's list. Today, Aaron, they did the one, they led with the one that will have the most attention, and that is quarterback. Over 32 teams, the depth of starting quarterback is considered thin, and many teams face big questions. I think the question will always be, when you put this to a vote, is, for Cowboys fans, is Dak in it? Is Dak going to be in the top 10 when you rank all these quarterbacks? And what we have here is uh, the 50 surveyed. We get the lowest rankings of these quarterbacks, the highest rankings, uh, last year's ranking, and and they put it all together, and it's 1 through 10, the top 10 quarterbacks in the NFL. Aaron, do you care? I don't know if you've seen this yet. Do you care to guess who 50 of the top experts, from, uh, uh, current players, front office types, and coaches, who do you think they voted the top quarterback in the NFL? Oh, I, I saw part of the list. I didn't see who was number one. I, would, I wouldn't know who to pick between – Rodgers or Mahomes or who they would pick. I know who I would pick, but Rodgers won last two MVPs and Mahomes has been Mahomes. So I'm guessing they probably picked Aaron Rodgers. Patrick Mahomes was the number one ranking last year. And you're correct. Aaron Rodgers at age 38 was voted number one by this panel of experts. Aaron, since you're on a roll, would you like to try to guess number three, the third best quarterback in the NFL as put together by this uh, esteemed panel? Brady. Brady was actually number four. Number three was Josh Allen Hmm. of the Buffalo Bills. His highest ranking was number one. His lowest ranking was number seven. Last year, he went into the season as number five, so he is a riser, and uh, he shows up this year at number three. Tom Brady, as you you guessed that Brady was third, he is fourth. Aaron, who do you think is fifth? <laughs> the one thing I'll tell you is um, last year's ranking, he was only honorable mention. So, obviously, he had an incredible year last season, which led to him becoming number five overall on this ESPN.com poll. Burrow. You got it. Joey, uh, Joe Burrow got number five. Number six, Matthew Stafford. Last year's ranking was sixth. He remains number six, and I'm sure winning a Super Bowl has something to do with that. This is what one AFC coordinator said. He's always had a great arm, always accurate, always moved well in the pocket, better athlete than people think. 
the physical stuff is the better uh, is in the better part of the league. Then you combine that with how smart he is. He's seen it all now. He trusts his arm more than he should sometimes, but that's being nitpicky. Number seven, Justin Herbert, the Los Angeles Chargers. Number eight, Russell Wilson. The lowest ranking he had was out of the top ten. Highest ranking was number four. And uh, one AFC uh, scout says, I think you'll see a rejuvenated Russ with the Broncos. They are tailoring things around him. He'll have more ownership of the offense and a good supporting cast. He will get his spot back. All right, number nine, the man accused of all these ridiculous things, Deshaun Watson, Cleveland Browns. And number 10, this is the big question, does Dak make the top 10 or not? The answer is yes. Now, the, the downside is he last year Dak was seventh on this list. He has been dropped to number 10. One NFL executive said of him, a good but not great quarterback. He has to play well in the playoffs, has to prove he can take them to the next level. He's not in the top echelon. One NFL offensive coach said he has good poise in the pocket, sturdy, always been deadly when they space the field in empty, sometimes needs an extra hitch to confirm things. But he's typically a good decision maker in their drop back game. All right, Aaron, any snubs there that surprise you? I just named the top ten. Are there is there anybody that you feel was snubbed? I know I have one. <laughs> yes, there's a guy that won MVP two years ago that probably should be on that list. Well, and I believe you're speaking of Lamar Jackson. Yes. Uh, of the Baltimore Ravens. And an offensive uh, coach says of him, hard to stay healthy when you run that much. He's actually gotten a lot better as a passer. But if you play that way and it's a close game and you're down, it's really hard to win because you're asked to do that you only you're asked to do what you only minor in, not major in. And that's passing the ball when they know you're going to pass it. One NFC personnel evaluator added innately competitive, driven, and mentally tougher than just about anybody. You just run into a few issues late in the year. For as much as you run him, you get worn down. The other quarterbacks mentioned, honorable mention, Kyler Murray, Cardinals, Derek Carr, Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, so I, I think it's disrespectful to not have Lamar Jackson in the top 10. I think he's that great. I mean, I didn't know it was only for passing quarterbacks. <laughs> and he d- passes the ball really well. I mean, he's he doesn't do it as much as other quarterbacks, but he's pretty efficient when he does. Yeah, I mean, it was supposed to be evaluated on the quarterback position. Mm-hmm. So I guess we're still going to put the guy who's like been out of the league for going on a year and now more. But uh, who That's... knows how he'll be suspended with Watson. Now, Watson is a great quarterback. Um, so uh, that's kind of awkward. I'm trying to think who I might make the argument of putting Dak in front of. I I got to say, 
Russell Wilson has not been that great lately. I might be able to make an argument for Dak to be ahead of him. And you could argue, even though they won the Super Bowl, that Stafford's a little too high at six. Yeah, he had a ton of turnovers last year, including a lot of pick sixes. Now, they scored a lot, and he was good in that offense, and the defense was good. They won a Super Bowl. I'm not taking anything away from him, but he's he's in a really good situation. He threw he threw a lot of picks last year. I would have him lower. I would probably have Lamar Jackson where he is, move him down to ninth, have Dak tenth, and then bump Watson off just because he he hadn't didn't play last year, and he's more than likely not going to play this year. Old Dak, but clinging on to the top ten. And, Aaron, last thing, kind of funny, two of the top four quarterbacks on this list, one of them is 38 years old, the number one quarterback, and the number four quarterback is 44 years old. Aaron, basically our age. How about that? How about that? (laughs) It's good to see. Yeah, yeah, good to see aging quarterbacks doing well. Aging men at all, we're happy to see. Okay, it is um, that are still vital. Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Aaron Sexton alongside, as always. The dismount is next. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number. So, why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Take care of your property with equipment you can count on, like the Kubota BX and LO1 Series compact tractors, part of our under 100 horsepower tractor lineup, rated number one for reliability, and Z-Series mowers and sidekick utility vehicles, where durability meets speed. Visit your local Kubota dealer for a demo today. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at wctractor.com. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. The Voice of the Bears, John Morris. Weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. What do John Morris, Kirk Watson, Maxine Hart, Walter Abercrombie, Martha Lou Scott, Michael Hyatt, and Robert Darden all have in common? They've each been interviewed on Baylor Line's Direct Line Conversation Series. You can hear from these outstanding Bears and many, many more with a subscription to Baylor Line Insider. This is your all-access pass to the best content in the Baylor family. Subscribe today at BaylorLine.com slash KRZI. This is Scott Davis, owner of Universal Windows. With inflation driving material costs through the roof and interest rates rising, don't put off replacing those old inefficient windows. Take advantage of our 0% interest for up to six years. Save the equity in your home. Save your cash. Call today, 254-301-7760, and you too will be saved. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows. 
perfect. Waco Tacos in downtown Waco and Union Hall introduces their new craveable taco of the month. The Nashville Hot Chicken Taco. Crispy fried chicken, Nashville hot sauce, cabbage slaw, and chipotle mayo on a fresh flour tortilla. It's spicy, savory, and delish. Hurry into Waco Tacos at Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in downtown Waco or call us at 254-340-1700. Waco Tacos in downtown Waco. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. The Rangers took two out of three from the Twins over the weekend, losing yesterday 6-5. to five. The homestand continues tonight with Oakland in town. You can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Jake Odorizzi went seven innings in the start and struck out seven, leading Houston to a 6-1 win over Oakland. The Astros have today off before continuing their West Coast swing with a three-game series against the Angels starting tomorrow. Major League Baseball has announced the players for the All-Star game scheduled for a week from tomorrow. Pitcher Martin Perez is the only Ranger on the American League squad. The Astros have five players taking part. Jose Altuve, Justin Verlander, Jordan Alvarez, Kyle Tucker, and Framber Valdez. Home of the Pittsburgh Steelers will have a new name. Akrasure has taken over the naming rights from Hines. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Uh, sobering news about uh, Marion Barber and his uh, uh, just uh, untimely and mysterious death in his apartment, Frisco apartment, in June. This is a former Cowboys running back, played at the uh, University of Minnesota, and uh, this happened. Uh, uh, officers found Barber. Uh, inside his apartment on June 1st. The uh, autopsy was done, and it it revealed the medical examiner on Monday, this is according to uh, Collin County Medical Examiner, that Barber died of a heat stroke and ruled his death an accident. So, very interesting. I mean, uh, Marion Barber had, had a lot of problems in had had some issues with law enforcement, and just his life had not gone great in his post-career. And just, uh, again, none of this changes anything, but um, I think people uh, were concerned and wondered what had, you know, what had caused this at such a young age at 38. And uh, it has been ruled by the uh, uh, medical examiner's office a heat stroke for uh, Marion Barber. So uh, more sad news uh, there, but some uh, uh, sort of an explanation that is offered. All right, um, on a happier note, uh, Bears uh, uh, finished up their time in the Global Jam last night and uh, was uh, pleased with some of the things that went on during that. Uh, Baylor, a lot of the guys got to play together. They got to bond. I saw, even though they didn't play, L.J. Cryer, uh, Langston Love, all those guys, uh, some of the other, who's the other guard that didn't play here? And Langston Love, L.J. Cryer, oh, Adam Flagler. They had a great time. Looked like on their off day they were uh, driving some luxury cars. Keontae George, as Aaron was talking about earlier, is the real deal. Very exciting young player. I want everybody to have a tremendous evening. We will talk to you tomorrow at 4 o'clock.
Good night, everybody. It's time for the Spectrum Big 12 Football Preview. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. Beginning our series of Big 12 football previews today, looking ahead to the 2022 Big 12 Conference football season. Today, a look at the media preseason poll, which has, for the first time ever, Baylor picked to win the league in the preseason. Details straight ahead on today's 